So Jesus starts out his ministry with a list of characteristics called the Beatitudes. Now, there's a simple wisdom to the Beatitudes. And it's not just uh, you performing a particular act or a service and getting rewarded for that service. Like the list of characteristics that he or the attitudes that Jesus listed out were character traits. Uh, if you, uh, you, um, you can't, they, they were things that were a part of who you are. Um, and that's different than something that you possess uh, or something that you do or something that you perform as a service. It's something that is a part of you. It's your beingness. It's your be attitude. And there's a simple wisdom in Jesus starting out his ministry that way. And just to back up, Jesus starts his ministry right after he has an encounter with the devil. And according to scripture, the devil uh, tried to tempt Jesus. Uh, and if you look at, and if you read the passage in which uh, the devil tried to tempt Jesus, he attempted to plant a seed of doubt in Jesus's mind. Uh, he uh, took him to the height of, uh, I don't remember the exact words of the scripture. Uh, I read it yesterday in uh, Matthew chapter five. Um, if you want to get the the exact um, uh, the exact story, uh, but he took him to the height of uh, a building or a tower and uh, told Jesus basically to prove himself and throw himself off the tower. He uh, he tempted Jesus with giving him uh, the world, and it was another way he tempted Jesus. But in each and every one of them. Uh, Jesus basically gave, he gave different responses, but to sum up his responses, uh, he summed it up at the end, at the end of that uh, test by the devil with uh, don't tempt or don't test the Lord our God. And I want to talk about doubt for just a second. The reason doubt is a heavy thing. Doubt comes from, uh, evolves from fear, comes from uncertainty. We uh, carry doubt because we oftentimes have experienced something in our life that has caused us to question the goodness of life. The, that a good outcome would happen. We've had instances, uh, bad instances with our parents, maybe an abusive parent, maybe abusive relationship. Maybe we've did something uh, in life that we just won't, that we keep holding on to, that we just won't let go. Maybe something, maybe somebody did something to us and that was so horrible to us that uh, we just can't understand why a good God would allow something like that to happen to us, especially when we were doing good. 
I want to talk about doubt. The reason why uh, the devil tested Jesus with doubt is because it's something because it's something that uh, we are easily as as humans we are easily susceptible to, especially living in the world we live in today. With so much going on around us, it's easy to question the goodness of God. But I encourage you today, do not test. I encourage you with the same words that Jesus encouraged himself and uh, uh, rebuked the devil with. Do not test the Lord our God. Now, the character traits that Jesus listed, humility, uh, being a peacemaker, uh, having uh, poor in spirit, meekness, uh, these, again, are character traits that are a part of us. There's a simple wisdom that Jesus used in listing these character traits. He could depict any other things to start his ministry and when you start something you know uh, as all of us start something typically when we start something the thing we start out with is typically can be described as our our mission our purpose there was a specific reason why Jesus started out his ministry with beatitudes that wisdom says that uh, the wisdom that he used, and you have to forgive me for pausing while saying this because it's a difficult thing to grasp and to understand or even say. But there's a wisdom that says that every bad thing that happens in our life can be traced to the seed of doubt. It can be traced. It can be traced to fear. It can be traced to shame. But every bad thing that happens in our life, when I say bad, I'm not talking about things that come along to test and to grow us and that we see that we consider bad. But I'm talking about bad. Our result of the seed of doubt. Let's take a look at the word scarcity for a second. Uh, during a pandemic, um, right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, there was this new age conversation about uh, scarcity and, and a lack mindset and the law of attraction. Uh, basically, the conversation was talking about uh, that Basically, to sum up the conversation, the universe, uh, the universe uh, is working for us in our favor. We just have to believe it, believe in it. If I can break down the wisdom of Jesus using that same line of thought, that God's plan, that God's plan for us is to prosper, is to prosper us. To, to give us a hope and a good future. But 
along that path, God has to remove certain seeds of doubt that have been planted in our minds so long ago. And some seeds are planted in our minds so deep that we don't even know that it's in our life because it's been in our life for so long that it seems that it's a part of who we are. So we may, often, oftentimes we hear people say, oh, I'm just that way. Or I'm just, you know, I'm just like that. There are certain things, just like a beatitude can be who we are. There are certain negative seeds that have been planted in our life so long ago that are so deeply entrenched into who we are that we don't even know it. And in order for God to bring out that hope and that good future, God has to bring us through a certain set of experience to help us realize that, wait a minute, there's a seed of doubt in my life. And bring us a point of remembrance, but then also repentance to release the seed of doubt, saying, hey, God, I don't want this doubt in my life anymore. I believe in the hope. I believe in the future. I believe that you have a good plan for me in my life. And I don't want this in my life anymore. Show me the way to remove this seed of doubt out of my life. There's a simple wisdom when Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit. To be poor in spirit or to have humility is to recognize that God is continuously working in our lives, that we don't we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what happened. We don't we don't we may not remember what happened to us as a, as a kid. We may not remember those bitter seeds that we spoke about ourselves, about a loved one, or about life at a young age because of a, of an experience. And that, and we set, and because of that bitter seed and that experience, we set our mind toward a certain trajectory in life, a certain way of thinking, a certain path. We said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna open my heart anymore. I'm not gonna trust anybody anymore. I'm not gonna love anybody anymore. I'm not gonna let anybody get that close to me anymore." And we set our lives, we built our entire lives around these seeds of doubt. I'm here to tell you today that to release those seeds of doubt, that God has a purpose, a good purpose, a good plan for you. If only release those seeds of doubt. Now, I was watching um, Encanto the other day. And uh, I had seen a part of it. I heard a lot of people watch it, but it was my first time actually watching the movie. At the end of the movie, uh, toward the end of the movie, the grandmother and the granddaughter had this encounter where both of them released a seeds of doubt at the same time. 
and the result of them releasing the seeds of doubt restored their entire reality. Not only restored it, but made what they thought was real actually become real. That same thing is happening today. We've been living in our individual lives in a way where we work every single day toward this vision that we have in our in our minds, toward this promise that we have in our hearts. And we exhaust ourselves daily to get to that promise. But Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. There's a simple wisdom and understanding that there is nothing that we can do as humans, as people, as sons and daughters, as children of God, that can unlock the promise of God except opening our heart and believing in God and the promise of God. Once that happens, our world begins to change. Once that happens, our relationship begins to change. Once that happens, our lives begins to begin to change. Once that happens, our family begins to change. But what we are living in today is a reality full of cracks. We we're living in a reality full of relationships with people who have built their lives on seeds of doubt, and we're right along entrenched with them. I'm telling you today to open your eyes, to open your heart to God, to begin taking time out to remember God's promise, to reflect on, on the promise that God has placed in your heart, in your life. And you know what that is. You feel it every single day. You can see it. I was also watching uh, The Wire. And if anybody is familiar with The Wire, you know, it's a show uh, basically about drugs. And, um, and some of the characters are um, heroin addicts. And um, uh, the thought came to me uh, just the other day, or I was driving by, um, I was driving to the gas station, and I was putting some gas in the car, and there was this truck that was parked, and it said, Pipe Dreams. And I immediately, I immediately began to think about the wire uh, and how... A lot of times, many of us in our lives have become so discouraged that that promise that we feel so vibrant in our heart will never come true, that we give up, that we give, that we give up, and we give in to uh, a false reality. We give in to... Um, 
something that feels like the dream, but it would never be. God has placed a very strong, a very clear, a very vibrant vision in your heart. The, the closer you get to that vision, the more God will try, the more God will deep in deep down into your heart to pull out those seeds. And what that may look like is your, your parents questioning you, your friends questioning you, your family questioning you, everybody looking at you like an eyeball because you're getting because you're getting close to living your life in accordance to the promise of God. Understanding that God is working things out in our favor, we just have to be patient and take our time. And the most important work that we need to do is the work of allowing God to remove those seeds of doubts in our lives. I encourage you, I encourage who's ever listening to this podcast, for whatever reason, to take time out. And to give, take time out to give God your all. Take time out and ask God, how can I give in to you? How can I give you my all? I encourage you to do it today. Peace.